0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, and welcome back to Unwinding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear, but that was not me. I
0: was going to say, do I sound a little different?
1: I think I think so. I feel like your voice is a little more, a little deeper, than yours. right? Yeah. I always have my, like, little, like, ho voice on. <laughs> anyway, hello. You see, I have to stretch my arms out. It's like, tell them who that was. Wait, what? Oh, it's All Emily. Right. <laughs> Just like some random bitch saying hi to everybody. Guys, Emily's in Miami. See, it's like, I, I, I told her, I'm like, I have to like talk with my hands when I'm recording. Um, Emily's in Miami. She got here last night and, bro, I can't do this. No, no, no. It's literally nothing to do with you. It's my brain. Thank you. Everything's great now. Okay here we go so hello welcome back i hope everybody's doing well um i'm so fucking excited because emily just got here we have the whole week and you know we're about to you know fuck shit up a little bit you know we're about to get into some clownery (laughs) this weekend and we also want to record an episode and we want to record a lot for bitches love life so just i guess stay tuned for that but I have such a fun episode for you today. We have Kayla. She came back on the podcast. And I feel like the first time she was on, we did a lot of like health and wellness because she's so, so, so educated in that. And that is, I mean, if you guys follow her, you know that's like one of the biggest things that she talks about. And so I really wanted to just ask her as many questions about hormones and just all of these things that I'm obvi- obviously don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But then this time around, I kind of wanted to switch it up. And so we talk a lot about influencing and just doing this as a job and how it makes us feel and comparison and romanticizing our life and what that even fucking means. Because I feel like we hear that all the time, but it's like, what does that even mean? You know, and like, how do you even do that? Um, and honestly, we take the conversation so many places. And I just know that, I mean, I hope there's something in here that you need to hear today. So let me know what you think. Give Kayla some love. Tag us if you listen. And yeah, I didn't give you like an, a life update today, but honestly, I've just been working a lot. And yesterday, I was just getting ready for M. And um, just like been looking forward to this since the last time we saw each other, which which was when? Um, like November. Yeah, that's nuts. November. October yeah it feels like it was sooner than that because like thank God for FaceTime but anyway yeah just been like so excited about this and what did I do this weekend Friday I stayed home I was, be- I, was- I behaved because I knew Saturday was gonna you know have one or 27 drinks and I had a really fun time on Saturday um but like no juice really you know just like a fun fun night let's get into this episode and I hope you guys enjoy and I'll see you next week welcome back hi hello how are we doing
0: I'm good how are you
1: I'm great I'm so happy to be here with you today I'm we're just gonna like jump into it because like we're tied already you know what I mean so we're not we're not gonna do like the whole tell me about you because you guys have already heard Kayla and if you don't follow her what are you doing I don't want
0: to tell myself again (laughs)
1: Okay. So I have like a ton of like deep fucking questions and I just want to see where we go. So my first one is from one to 10, how was your mental health right now and why?
0: Ooh. Okay. Um, I'd say my mental, my mental health right now is, I don't know. The number eight is like coming to me. So I'm okay. going to say eight. Okay. Um, Love that. Good. Yeah. I'm doing good. Honestly, like I'm in a great place with like my like my business and like my things that like I prioritize in life like my relationship like my business my relationships um I'm feeling pretty confident but the only thing that's like kind of like bringing it down from a 10 to an 8 is like where I live like I fucking hate the winter like it's so depressing like I I'm such a motivated person that if I, I feel like if I lived like in Miami, let's say, or if I lived yeah. somewhere with like nice weather where I could actually go outside and walk every day, yeah, um, I'd be so much better. Like, honestly, Canada is so not it. Like, it's so not it. Like, I, it's, it's like crazy how we have to live indoors. Anyways, I could talk about this forever, but,
1: um, no, I feel I- like this is so real. First of all, the sunlight thing yeah. is so real.
0: It's fucked. I can't even you know, leave my house.
1: Yeah. It's also why people like are so attracted to cities like LA, Miami, just because like yeah, we, we like the we outside. We're not meant to be caged as humans, like in any regard, right? But do you feel like you've always felt like that, like growing up there? Cause aren't you like in my head, I'm like, aren't you used to it being
0: like that? Yeah. But you know what? I feel like, yeah, I feel like when I was a kid though, I didn't really, it didn't really bother me because like I knew it sucked, but I wasn't really in control of my own life. And like now, like, you know, like, I'm 23, and, like, I think it's, like, the first year that I'm really, like, in control of my own life. Like, I financially, I'm capable of doing my own thing, and now I'm, like, why the fuck am I here? Like, sorry for, for me swearing so much, but I'm, like, oh, do you see there? who you're talking, talking to? Know, but I'm, like, my followers are probably going to listen to me right now and be, like, Kayla. did <laughs> <laughs> R, <Rated> R, Kayla. <laughs> um, 13. Yeah, no, I'm just, like, more independent now, so it's, like, why am I here, like? you know and I was in Miami and I had to come back because I have a family thing like I had mentioned it to you over DM and like I came back early and now I've been here for a couple weeks and I'm like damn like life is really like hard here like it sucks and like I'm such a blessed uh individual like I have nothing to complain about but I find it hard so I could only imagine people who are actually struggling mentally how hard it is um yeah Canada is not it it's it's there's nothing good about Canada right now like Anyways. do you think you think a change is coming
1: or like would you make a permanent change or like do you think like popping yeah. around for a little bit
0: like I think that I don't know like I'm kind of well like my like I don't know like I, it's hard because I can't just move to the states you know what I mean like in the states people are so lucky and like they could just like you could hop from tomorrow and like no one's gonna stop you like whatever um, but in Canada, I'd have to like get a visa, I'd have to do all kinds of crazy shit. And like a lot of people ask me that on a daily basis, They're like, oh, like, do you have any plans to move? And like, um, like, if anything, I wouldn't even move out on my own in Montreal because like my parents are like so traditional and like, I'm only 23 years old. Like it's been something that I've been talking about on my page, like, um, alone, like on my own time. And, uh, I like thought about doing it, but I don't even see the point point in like putting in the commitment of like paying rent. Um, when, like, I have a great life at home with my parents. Yeah, like, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and plus, like, my plan would be to, like, get married and, like, move on with my boyfriend one day. And we would probably, like, make a plan and have a life together where we would maybe move right. one day, you know. But right. my as for, like, my parents, like, they're actually, like, planning on moving to Miami, like, next winter, like, permanently because they're building, like, their, their apartment is in construction. mm mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I guess I'll spend more time there, but right now I'm just like in this awkward limbo situation, but, um, yeah, in the future, like depending on like what my partner, boyfriend, husband wants to do, I'd love to move away from Montreal, Canada. <laughs> it's not-
1: well, I hope you come here. I hope you come and stay here for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to cool. talk about social media and how glamorized, it is, uh-huh. and I'm not saying there aren't parts of it that aren't glam- like glamorous, but obviously like any job, there's so many good parts, there's so many bad parts. What is something that you wish more people knew about, at least your experience on uh-huh. social media that you feel like is just like so hyped up and you're just like, it's not like that or maybe a misconception or yeah, something that people don't see, you know, on yeah. on the screen.
0: Um, I feel that. I feel like, first of all, social media is really fake in the sense where, like, um, like I really do portray, like, a real image of myself on, online. Like, I am very true to, like, I don't just, like, do things for the gram. Like, I'm right. not going to be, like, let me make a smoothie for the gram. Like, I'm not going to do that. Um, If it's not something that I'm I'm feeling that day and like, I feel like that translates into my stories a lot because like people just know that I I really do what I feel like doing. So I'm really not for the gram, but um, people don't see how like Instagram is like really curated. example a day like today, really not feeling it I woke up had a super slow day and. Um, I was like snapping like my highlights and I was actually laughing at myself in my bed because I was like, holy shit, like my day on Instagram today looks so, so productive and chill, but really like I spent the whole day in my room taking clients and then I um, went to to work out which I posted and then I went back in my room I showered I went back in my bed before this and I was like fuck I have to get up I have to record I have to the ice might defreeze my car I have to like put makeup on and like I'm not feeling well I'm getting my period you know so you, you don't really see that whole part of Instagram like it's perfectly curated people look at me on Instagram probably like oh my god look at her like her perfect life like she's working out oh my god now she's making her smoothie um but people don't see that I'm like really tired and in bed in between those things um also I think people think that like um Instagram and like my experience is the first time I came on your podcast versus now is different because I've grown Mm -hmm. yes um Um, and when I first came on I think I had like 8k or something or maybe like seven and now I'm at like almost 50 and it's crazy because I feel the same like I think people I think I thought that like gaining followers was gonna like change my perspective of like myself and like really? my yeah, yeah yeah like the only thing that's changed is like my brand partnerships like financially it's been a, it's been like a jump for me which I'm like so grateful for but I don't feel it you know like I even was talking to my boyfriend about it the other day he's like you know like you have so many followers and I'm so proud of you because you're not like it's not getting to your head and I'm like why would it like like I, I don't even it. I don't even know why it would like I don't even. I don't look at it as clout, but I do think that other people do. I think that's why you probably feel that is because you've
1: seen that in other people or you've seen a shift in somebody else or you've seen how somebody with like, I don't know, 200K or whatever the fuck acts. And so you're like, oh shit, like I wonder how I'm going to feel when I get there.
0: Yeah, and I also see like the chase for just like – growth like you know like when I feel like when I started growing you know I I really grew through reels and I spoke about that on my personal podcast you know so like I saw a lot of people doing reels as well which I was like all for. plus I even put a podcast episode out like on on my podcast yeah um, like explaining how I grew to like like help others grow I loved loved that episode by the way oh thanks but I'm so like pro like growth for everyone. So I saw other creators like start to grow and like post their reels and stuff. And like, you could just see like the chase for the numbers is kind of like a turnoff. So like I'm at this point, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm just going to do, what's natural to me. And it's not all about the numbers and not all about like growing. Although I do, I want to grow my community. It's not something that like, I'm just like, I'm so, I'm chasing, you know what I mean? It's not something that's going to change me.
1: Yeah. Something that I love about you and something that you just said of like, you are not for the gram that like you just do what you do and you just put yeah it. it's very evident when somebody is and I think people forget that like I mean listen we're all consumers like we're smart like we're on our phones all fucking day we're consuming all this content like you know when mm-hmm. something is like authentic to somebody you know when some collab is just a check you know when someone doesn't give yeah. a fuck about something that that they're talking about you know when something isn't aligned like you know like yeah. you really do, and it's like I think something that is so like something that I love about you and your page is like you'll be able to really see if something is authentic to somebody because you'll see the longevity of it. Like you, mm-hmm. it's like you continue to like to
0: yeah 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 like, yeah I get what you're saying. create this kind
1: of content because it is literally wow. your life. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy for you to create this kind of content. It's so easy for you to stay consistent because all you're doing is literally not all you're doing you're doing a lot but like you're creating based on your life so it's like it's really easy to see like who is creating something that is like kind of aligned or unaligned right because you'll see them like fall off pretty quickly and yeah
0: you're you're right and that's actually funny because like obviously as a creator like you're online and you you follow others and then you check up on things and you see how others are doing Um, And like, I was actually thinking about this morning, I think it was like a quick thought that like passed through like my brain. And I was like, fuck, like a lot of people that had been posting like reels, like after I posted my episode, like all of a sudden stopped, you know what I mean? And I said it to myself and I was like, fuck, like, Like, that's my, like, you know, you know, that thing that I think Kim K said it, like the sauce, but like something about the sauce, but it won't taste the same. And I was like, like reels is actually my thing. Like, it's not just a phase for me. It's just like, it's, it's my vibe. Like, it's just what I do. And, and plus like my little stories and like, and just easy to me, it's natural. And I, and if I don't feel like posting, I won't like when I had COVID, um, before like during Christmas, like I didn't post a fucking thing. Like I didn't feel like posting anything. And, um like that and that's what I did you know so it's just being authentic and I I totally like agree with your what you're saying in terms of like the longevity thing people will fall off quick if like they're just faking it you know absolutely and speaking yeah. of
1: like seeing other people that's something mm-hmm. else I wanted to ask you was when was the last time you compared yourself to somebody mm-hmm. online and like what was it not who was it but like what was the situation like were you like oh fuck like I don't I don't know. I don't have that. I don't look like that. I don't have this number. I don't have, like what, what did it consist of? Yeah.
0: Like, I think it's, well, it takes a certain person to be on social media and not let it get to you. You know what I mean? Like social media is not for everyone. Um, and I, I'll say this time and time and time again, like it's really not for everyone. Like it's like, I feel, I feel like not, I feel like a big percentage of the people that are on social media, um, it's not for them, you know? And like you could tell because uh, they, they often struggle about it mentally and and it's like, it's like it's like a toxic relationship. It's like if it keeps stabbing you, like just drop it. You know what I mean? Like and it's not really about the numbers, it's just about the way it makes you feel. So for me, I think every day um I look on social media and I see someone who um like this morning, I'll give you a great example. I'm being so raw today. It's crazy. I was trying to take a selfie of when when I was working out. Like I was trying to take a selfie to put it on my story and I just didn't like the way I looked. And, like, I had saved this photo that, like, a girl took of herself in the gym. And, like, she looked great. And I wanted to kind of, like, copy her pose. Like, you know, when you do that. And, like, I just didn't like the way I look. But I didn't, like, beat myself up about it. I was just, like, I looked said it out loud. I'm, like, it's not the day. I was just, like, it's not the day. Like, but I didn't look at the girl and say, like, oh, my God. She's so much skinnier than me. She's so much prettier than me. She's got everything I don't. Like, she's got more followers than me. Um and I didn't because it's just not who I am you know like for me it's like I'll look at someone's page every day and like the people that I admire and aspire to on Instagram like usually have like more of a following than me maybe have like a bigger community than me maybe have a bigger reach on their podcast I mean they always have more like someone's always going to have more than you um and you can't just can't let it affect you so I think every day I, I compare myself like I'm always like oh like um that account is killing it like their blog their platform their app they're doing more um she's really thriving on her podcast right now mine my podcast kind of dead right now um but I don't take it in a bad way I'm just like hey like Kayla come on you have to push yourself like push yourself like I have like inner talk with myself but not in a toxic way it's kind of weird I said something on my podcast a couple months ago and I was like like look around like look at others to get inspired but not to compare and I just get inspired by others. I don't compare myself in a negative way and I don't I, social media never affects me to the point where like I feel bad and down on myself. Um, and that is that is mental
1: toughness
0: though, because yeah.
1: I think I at 23 was not like that. And yeah. I think when you said social media isn't for everyone, I honestly, I I think I told you this in in the episode I did on your podcast, which was is one of my favorite fucking episodes I've ever. I love that one. Um, I wanted to do this for so long, right? Mm -hmm. But I genuinely was not cut out for it until Mm -hmm. now. I think, like, I I I did not have the like I'm I'm strong and I've always been strong just because of shit I shit I've been through. But when it came down to like the relationship with myself, that shit was so like cloudy and not stable that. Had I started this when I really wanted to, I just, I don't think I would have had the same, even just reaction to it and, and, and feeling about it. And, you know, who knows how it would have, how it would have gone like, but I think like the way that it would have felt would have been so different because the relationship that I had with myself and the way that I thought about myself and like like you said, like the inner talk that you have, like mm-hmm. those are tools, like those are tools that you have yeah, yeah. that you have developed in some way that you yeah. navigate comparison and bad feelings and whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Mm-hmm. like i I had to like go to therapy and like really fucking learn all these things, so like now I can deal with it, right? and it's still hard some days, obviously, but like now I can deal with it. but like you said, like I don't think it's for everybody. Absolutely not. And I love that instead of comparing, like you're able to just get inspired in a way. Like you're not, you're not sitting there like, oh, like I don't have this. I don't have that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm, tw- I'm only 23, but I feel like I've been through so much, like, in earlier early on in life it hardens you yeah yeah and yeah like honestly I'm I'm and everyone then like people that work with me on a daily basis or like even when like I talk to friends or family they're always like fuck like you're tough like I'm yeah. I'm tough like I'm I'm not tough I'm I'm I don't mean like I'm tough but I mean no. in my mind my yeah. mindset is really strong and I come up as this like very like dainty like person which I I am and like I am soft on the, in, on the inside but I have a very hard like shell and mindset that like um, I I really have coached myself and then that relates back to my business like why I, I I thought I was meant to do this like I've really coached myself over the years not to compare myself and not to feel down not to cry about not looking like someone else because those are all things that I went through like when I was um, when I was in high school, like I, I used to compare myself all the time. Like I've, I've been through things that like have really hurt me. And I, I, I remember there was this one person that I used to always like check up on for like another reason that like, I'll probably say off the pod. Cause I, I won't like, I won't share. It. But, um, and I said to myself, I was like, fuck, I was like, honestly, today is the last day. I'm like, you will never check this person's Instagram again. I'm like today you're done. Like I I had, I had a conversation with myself. I think I was 19 years old and I was like, today you're done. Like today is the day. Like stop hurting yourself like this. Like I would just like stalk her feel depressed and then like, just like take it all in. And I was like, it's either you delete your Instagram or like you work at yourself and like you put on blinders and like, I feel like that's the thing about Instagram is that like people, it's such a thing. It looks so good that everyone thinks they should be doing it. But only the person behind the screen knows how Instagram actually makes them feel. And if it makes you feel worse and it doesn't make you feel good, it's not for you. And like, that's like a guy, like, you know what I mean? If you have to look at your boyfriend and weigh out the pros and cons and he's making you cry more than he's making you happy, like he's not for you. Like it shouldn't be that hard. You know? What 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 would you say
1: to somebody who's trying to develop more, mental toughness like that like what what are some tips you would give them
0: yeah well it's hard it's it's not just gonna happen overnight it's not just gonna happen like through journaling and like through like um listening to this podcast but just really like an exercise like you have to just well first of all like you have to realize in life that like you have to accept yourself like I always tell my clients I always tell my friends it's like start looking in the mirror and not hiding from the mirror anymore. Like I used to do this really I used to do this really fucked up thing because I was so insecure with how I looked and how um like my face was. Like I've really changed like over time. My I, I my skin got a lot better. Like my body has like I I've, I've changed my body. I've gotten a nose job. Like I've I've changed. So um I used to get ready with the lights off in my bathroom. I used to get ready in the dark and my friend, my best friend, probably listen to us. my heart. Like that my heart. Heart. I swear, I swear, I swear. I like, I swear. I used to get ready in the dark with, and I'm sure there's girls that do this. I'm sure there's girls that do this. They get ready in dim light lights off. Um, avoid the mirror when they go to the bathroom or if they're not avoiding the mirror, they're like over checking themselves. Like they're touching their, their waist or whatever.
1: I did. I did the avoiding thing. I, for me, it was like a body thing. That's been, that was my struggle in my twenties. I mean, it's still a struggle, but like, we're in a much better place now than we've ever been. For me, it was literally like, when you just said that, I was like, oh fuck, like I would go in and, you know, if I was showering or like changing or whatever, I would just make it a point to not look beneath my like eye line. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look down and if I ever did, it was just like, almost like I was like shaking my head, like trying to like get rid of the image.
0: Yeah just like getting yeah, like out of the shower and like wrapping yourself, not looking yourself in the mirror. It's, it's like, it's like a defense thing we do. So I used to do that as, as a, as like a young girl, I was like, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, all of those years. I think at 21 is when I actually started feeling somewhat confident. And um, why, do you, why do you think that was? Uh, Cause I started changing, you know, I started mm. like for a long time, I was trying to be something I'm not. And like, you know what? Like the reason why, like, I'm so like, someone asked me yesterday, like, who do you follow on social media and I'm like like I don't give a fuck about anyone who's like 27 and under like because people my age because I just see girls my age and like it's it's fine because everyone has their journey and everyone's gonna like it's everyone's gonna catch up eventually it's not about who's ahead of the race or like whatever but it's like they're just not being themselves. They're just not being true to themselves. Their, their social media is like a fake description of like who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like um a resume, you know, like like TikTok culture, like um like looking hot in front of the camera, like like you know, like the club is cool, like shit like that. Um, and like I'm okay with that because I went through that phase too, and like I still like those things, it's just not what I put online. But um, I forget where I was going with my train of thought. Oh, yeah, but 21. 21 was my age where I'm like, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to become myself. H- like, let's just try this new thing where, like, I'm going to be myself. Like, I'm going to listen to music that I like, not music that I think others like, which potentially will make others think right. I'm cool. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> not what you, like, thought you had to do, but what you actually wanted no. to
0: do. Yeah, like, and then the, I ended up driving in silence for, like, a good six months, which was, like, amazing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, like, Um, yeah I'm gonna stop like putting hair extensions in my hair I'm gonna stop um like wearing so much makeup like even if I have really bad acne um I'm gonna stop like putting other things except for myself like forward and then I just started being myself and then like be well Kayla grew into grew grew up into fruition and then I I just became confident because I was just being myself and like with that came like my self-acceptance and like it's really exhausting trying to be someone you're not it's so tiring. I think the only thing more
1: tiring than that is not even trying to work on accepting who you actually are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it, I can't, like that was my thing. I wasn't trying to be somebody. Well, maybe I was, but I, I couldn't accept what, what I had because it was never enough. Like it was never enough. I, I'm like type a Capricorn fucking to a T like perfectionist and that. Like went into Ronald, yeah. what I looked like and what I was doing and da 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 and this and that and holy shit I took it to like a whole other extreme Yeah. right because it was like okay once I once I get here once I look like this then I'll then I'll do all these things then I'll yes. start my page I'll start dating I'll go to the beach I'll do da, da da whatever the list right mm-hmm. and then I got I get there and I'm still like nope not yet okay once I get here like it's never fucking ending. because it's it's actually a thing it's called destination syndrome I've talked about it before on the podcast but it's like this idea it's the concept that you think that by achieving x y or z you're going to reach happiness and that's where we get it wrong where we think it's like we think happiness is this destination
0: yeah and it's not you're that's so right and like that ties back to like like when I when I think about what makes me happy like even sometimes like someone will ask me like, what makes you happy? And it's like my, like, I think about my growth sometimes, like when I'm driving, when I'm in the shower, or when like I'm, I'm just by myself. Like that is like the feeling of happiness. Like knowing that like I went through everything that I went through and continue to, will continue to go through. And like, even now, like I'm sitting in this office, you know, and like, I'm I'm not at this destined, I'm at a great place. Like I, I have an office, I my, my business has been growing, but like maybe in a year's time, I'll be sitting in a bigger office, or a smaller office, God forbid, but um, that growth, that that journey is what like brings you the happiness and like I feel like you like just said it perfectly how we think it's this thing. We think we have to have all our ducks in a row before we could do things and it's like no, like you have to grow as you do things and that's what makes the journey like so much better and I didn't wait to become like the best version of myself to to like start my business. I, I made a choice before starting the Be Wealth Kayla, which is around the time of 21, which is why you asked me like, why 21? So at that point, I made a choice. And I was like, No, like, I'm gonna start waking up and like doing what I want to do. Like, I used to wake up every every morning and go to like some freaking university that I hated. And like, I knew I had to finish it, which I did. But like, after I got that off my chest, I was like, Okay, hey, now I'm gonna start living the life that I want to live. And I'm gonna feel like do what I want to do with my career and like dress how I want to dress and look how I want to look. And even if that's not perfect, which it wasn't, it's, it's still me. And then over the years, I'll grow into like a better version of myself. And like every year I get better because I just like grow. And I feel like everyone should be on that same thing with themselves, like bio individually.
1: Yeah. I think people, people forget that, you know, we, let's say we're like at point A and like all our goals are like Z, right? And so Mm -hmm. people where we get it wrong and I did this for so many of my twenties, I thought like, okay, life begins at Z. Like once I get to Z, that's where life begins, right? Um, And and we forget that like everything that happens in between A to Z, that is, that is what's, that is life. Like that is called life. Mm -hmm. And like that is where you grow. That is where you're happy. That is where you're sad. That is where you feel all the feels. Like, it's like, we we think that the end result is like the best part, but like the best part is the during. Cause there is no end result because like God willing, we have like a new day every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's also a thing that I, I always say this, but it's like, we are so cocky to think that like, we have all this fucking time. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be happy when I do this. I'm going to finally chase my dreams. When I do this, I'm finally going to whatever the fuck, when I do this, bro, life is right now, like literally yeah, right now, literally. today, like that's, mm-hmm. that's what we have, right? Like God willing, we have more time and days and months and years. Right. Yeah. But we don't know that. And we, yeah. we just get so cocky sometimes. And I feel like, yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing that I, I didn't want, well, one of the biggest things that I did in my twenties was put myself and my life on pause because I thought I had to, like you said, have my ducks in a row, which like, Nothing is ever going to be perfect. And like you can, you can, you're allowed to work on yourself and still live. You don't have to pause your fucking life. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I literally lost years of my twenties because of that, which makes me sad, but it's like, you know what? That was my journey. I had to go through it and I did. But so now, like I was talking to a friend the other day and she was like, oh, like I want to visit you, but not yet. Like, I don't want to visit you yet because like, I just don't feel good physically yet. And I was like, listen, I've been there so many fucking times. That's why it's like triggering to me in a way, because I'm like, I also, it's like, who am I to tell somebody how they're allowed to feel about their body? Like absolutely no one. But I also just was like, listen, all I want to say to you is you're allowed to do both. Like you're allowed to be on your fitness journey and health journey and whatever journey you want, but also you're allowed to travel and you're allowed to do this. Like just how you said like, Oh, like I'm dainty, but I'm tough. It's like, great. You're allowed yeah. to do fucking 5 million things.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I like how you said that. Yeah. And that's like, that's the culture we live in though. It's like, we have to be perfect. It's like, Oh no, I can't go to Miami unless like I, I look good. It's like, yeah, you can. But I've been yeah, there.
1: So, I've been there so much. So it's like, I get it, but it, I just too. want to everyone to be like, you can do things simultaneously. And yeah. okay, speaking of which, what is one thing you want to let go of?
0: Hmm. Uh, it could be
1: something physical or it can be something like emotional it could be a limiting belief it could be anything
0: I think just the aspect of well I've gotten a lot better at this I'm trying to think I was gonna say control but I've gotten a lot better at control like control within like my relationships like um what do you mean elaborate with relationships Like, let's say like with my boyfriend, like when I, I remember I when I first we first started dating, but even like up until last year, like if things weren't going the way I like, let's say like, I'm, I'm a very impatient person by nature, I'm an Aries. And like, for me, it's like, I always have to be in the loop. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't not know what's going on. You know, but, um, I have to just understand that, like, sometimes people won't respond the way I want them to respond. You know what I'm saying? So let's just say like, it's a Saturday night. And like, um, or like it's, it's Thursday and I'm asking my boyfriend, like, what are we going to do like Saturday night? This is like a real life example. Um, and he's like not answering my question. So I'm like, what are we doing Saturday night? <laughs> okay. And he's like, I don't know. I, I might go out with my friends. Oh, oh no, no, no. Like I would lose my mind. I'd be like, no, no, no. Like I have to know what I'm doing on Saturday night. Like, is, does that mean? Cause I'm going to make plans. And he'd be like, okay, so make, make plans. plans. <laughs> Like make make fun, yeah. And I go out with my friends, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay." So like, you're ditching me for your friends mentality, like that. That used to be, and then I grew out of that. And I was like, "Can you grow the fuck up? Like, why are you so such a control freak? Like, why do you have to be in control of like how someone answers to you, like what someone's doing, like?" And then now, like within my relationship, and also within like my work, like if someone's not answering to me when I want them to answer or how I want them to answer, it's just like okay, like take it for what it is, you know, like just chill. So it's, also, it's also like
1: managing your expectations in a way because you're like mm-hmm. expecting a certain response or expecting like a response within a certain amount of time or something like that. So it's yes. like managing that.
0: Oh, for sure. And it caused so much anxiety. And then another thing that really helped me like um, in terms of like my relationship is like something that when I was going through that control issue, which I think was like a, about a year and a half ago, um, I someone said or like wrote on Instagram, like your your husband, your boyfriend, your your significant other, like can't be your best friend, your therapist, your travel buddy, your um like they can't they can't be everything at once. You know what I mean? You have to just like take that responsibility off of that person. And I was like, Yeah, that's so true. You know what I mean? Like I can't like my boyfriend's job is not to entertain me every second of the fucking day. You know what Absolutely. I mean?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's also it's also like I think it's
1: and I think you and I touched on this in, in the episode we did on your podcast where it's like having friends for certain things, right? So it's like not expecting like your one best friend to be able to manage your emotions and always be there for you and always be down to go out and always be wanna be on the same page and make you laugh and comfort. It's like if and somebody, if and somebody can do you. exactly like if somebody can do all those things, like beautiful, amazing, love that, right? But we also are responsible for a lot of, you know, managing a lot of our things. Like, like you said, somebody, somebody just because they're in your life is not necessarily responsible for managing your emotions or knowing how to manage your emotions, right? Like I was talking to, so my, one of my best guy friends was visiting me this weekend and uh yeah. he is like, I could go to him for anything, right? Like I could tell him like <laughs> anything that's wrong. And like, I know I'm going to get like a thought out response and like a very, like he will genuinely sit there and be like, okay. And like, work it out with me. Right. But it's like, I have people in my life that I also am very close to and love so much, but I would never go there because I've already like experienced that in a way where it's like, I I didn't get what I needed and I didn't get what I wanted. And Mm -hmm. that's just because my therapist said this word to me and like explained it to me in a way. She was like, that person is limited for you in like what they can provide for you emotionally and that's okay because not everybody has a lot of emotional depth let's be real like we have different I think we have a different like tank like I think everybody has a different tank and it, that's just like depending on like the life the the car life has yeah. dealt with and like I happen to be somebody that I feel like in pretty much almost all my friends life like I've probably been through the most shit in it with everyone right so it's like I feel like I give great fucking advice and like, I can really like empathize and like sit with you.
0: I was just going to say you're an empath. You've been through shit. Like, yeah. yeah, Insightful. You like to dissect situations.
1: Right. And I, I, like, I want to sit there and like, make you feel better. But again, that's because I've been through a lot of shit and that's because like, I'm just, I'm very introspective. I love to think, I love to write and read and whatever. Not everybody's like that. So it's like, we can't, we're only doing a disservice to ourselves almost in our relationships. If we think that like, just because I'm like that, somebody else is going to be able to like manage my emotions like that. Right. So it's, I think it's like also knowing like who, not like who in your life is for what, cause that sounds awful, but like, yeah. Knowing like
0: who you can who to go to.
1: Yeah. Knowing who like, okay, who's going to take care of my feelings in the best way. And, and also I think like, I love that you said, like you talked about expectations because I think that's such a real thing that we that we all I think could do probably better at is like managing our expectations because we, we disappoint ourselves when we're like expecting somebody to like be as excited as we are about something or like yeah something like that. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's hard.
0: You have to, you you have yourself, you know what I mean? And it's all about like, also like within like a romantic relationship, like finding that like self-love just like to do it. Like I remember when I like, my poor boyfriend, I'm like ripping him on the pod. (laughs) I love him so much. He he will never listen to this, that's fine. But I remember when I first started my business, I was laughing in the car the other day. Um, I I, I started like shipping my crewnecks and like he was busy at work and like he couldn't help me bring them to the post office. In my mind that day, he had failed me. And I was laughing so hard like when I was thinking about it, like... A couple days ago because I was like am I serious like how can I how can I expect like someone to leave their job just because I had like five packages to bring to the post office you know like I was so entitled in that sense and it's like do it on your own you know what I mean but like I love what you said um in terms of like the friends like I, I feel like every relationship including your your romantic relationships it's like a toolbox you know and like you you pick and choose who you need at certain times like I have my best best friend that I'll call like whenever I need to vent when I need whenever I need to talk shit whenever I need to just like, ha- like have a shoulder to cry on like she's my friend for that and then I have my other best friend who like she's the one that like I want to like have dinner with and like, like I don't know do with. yeah 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 like my fun one you know well. and like different people for different things and it's not insulting it's actually great because you can't rely on one person to be your everything it's it's insulting towards the person and it's also like deceiving for you because you're going to be disappointed a lot so
1: I think it's also tied to like self-awareness where it's like you like I think I'm at a point where I've been through enough hours of therapy that I I know the shit that I have to work on I know my like I know my triggers, I know the things that I am great at, I know the things that I love about myself, I know the things that I can't really, like, I know where I have to draw a line, I know my boundaries, etc, right, so it's, like, I think also knowing these things and knowing, like, I think that helps manage your expectations, right, and, and honestly, I think it's, it's, like, I realize as I get older, how fucking true all like the cliches are that we would like read on Pinterest. Like the older I get, the more I'm like, like wow, I get it. it. Like, when they say like, the more that you know yourself and the more that you are comfortable with yourself, like everything in your life gets better. Like yeah. mainly your, your relationships, right? Like your relation, my relationships have never, have never been better because I feel like I finally like understand myself. So then we yeah. are able to like present a better package to like the world. Right. But
0: you're, you're done thinking everyone else, the problem exactly when you're okay with your when you know your triggers when you know like your your faults what you have to work on it's like you're done pointing the finger you know what i mean and causing like friction in your relationships it's just like at a point a place of peace and even when something does arise like you're able to like take a step back and like realize um the pinterest coats are where it's at yeah
1: you know how we see this everywhere like romanticizing your life and like Mm romanticize your life and this and that and i love everything about it but i would love to know like what does that actually mean to you? Like, if somebody was like, "How do you romanticize your life?" Like, what would you
0: say? Um, just like appreciate. I love that, by the way, romanticizing your life. Yeah, me and too. Something I want to Touch on is like, um, like finances and that quote. Like, like something I see a lot pop up on like IG and like TikTok. Um, is like okay. I'll I'll get to that in a second. But for me, romanticizing life means like taking the life you have like the, your day-to-day whether you live in Miami and Canada and freaking Wisconsin and North Carolina like anything you do like your day-to-day and just appreciating it and making it seem like a fucking movie like you, you know like what Emma Chamberlain said like you have to sometimes you have to just like put your air in and like like go get a coffee and like just like feel like you're living in a freaking movie and like that's what I think everyone needs to do day to day and like I do that like like as much as like my life is amazing and I'm so blessed like I live in like the worst weather ever like it's really not a vibe and like on Instagram it looks lit because like I I romanticize my life you know what I mean like everything is like a thing for you really me. do I feel
1: like you're like the queen of romanticizing yeah, our, like everyday it's life yeah
0: appreciate everything like sometimes I see people ask me all the time like why take pictures of everything it's like because I want to remember because I'm romanticizing this moment it's like yeah. it's important to me it's special to me like everything is a thing like you have to, it's all about mindset you have to just make it one
1: totally and
0: romanticizing is a mindset but then like I'll see people on like IG TikTok be like oh like I wish like it's, it's easy to be happy it's easy to romanticize when like you have like um like when someone not I'm not I don't mean me but like in the comments I'll see this often it's easy to do to to do that or like live healthy or romanticize your life like you have money and you have nice things, and it's like no, it's it's really not about that. It's about taking your day to day life. Like every everyone's life is fascinating. Like I personally find. Yeah, you know, I think what you just said, like in response to that,
1: if somebody said like, oh, it's so easy to romanticize your life if you have money, uh, yeah, but you're getting it wrong. You're yeah. already getting it wrong because. Yeah romanticizing your life doesn't equate to your like how much money's in the bank yeah, account your life your, you, your you life. are allowed to make your life a big deal no matter where it's at right yeah, i think yeah. the happiest people are the people that that are able to find bliss in the most mundane of moments yes yes i love that i think that's yes. what it is right it doesn't matter how much money you have like it
0: no no it's all about like well, not that they're I getting think. it
1: wrong; like they're already getting it wrong before yeah. starting. But I'm also not—I'm also not knocking them. I'm not saying no. I'm saying yeah, sure, you're right. Yeah, it is, it is easy when you have a beautiful apartment, for sure. But mm-hmm. you know what? I could also be in this beautiful apartment that I'm so grateful for that I work my ass off for, and I could still be here and not have a good mentality, and not have a good yeah. mindset, and not yeah. romanticize my life, which that's therefore right. proves like it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with money. It doesn't necessarily have to do with money. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Mm-hmm it's a mindset. Like it romanticizing is. is a mindset and like I'm a big believer in that because it just gets you through the day. It gets you through the day. Like it gets anyone going through their life through the day and it makes you appreciate your life more. It makes you appreciate the little things. I remember during COVID when like like I said, I was like in the dead of winter and when, and here at home not leaving like the, a little thing like getting a coffee for me was like the big moment. You know what I mean? It was like wow, like my whole city was on lockdown. We had no restaurants. Dead of winter um was horrible. All I could do is stay home, you know, and or work. And it was so depressing, but I got through those times by romanticizing the little things, like picking up a pizza or like uh, going to get a coffee or I don't know, reading a book, whatever it was, like working out. So that's why everything is and I do that I do that do that today and I will always do that because it just makes your life more worth it it makes you appreciate things more
1: agreed and I think I've said this before on the podcast but I think somewhere where we get it wrong is we are so used to celebrating and glorifying the huge fucking moments the milestones Mm -hmm. the promotion the birthday Valentine's Day uh, this whatever the fuck I'm not saying don't celebrate those moments I love a celebration but I'm saying why do we imagine if we celebrated the most normal small moments just as much as we did those because those don't happen all the fucking time those yeah. happen like here and there right like once in a blue moon kind of thing yeah. um so it's like why okay so how about we like take some of that energy and also just celebrate like getting fucking coffee with your friend or waking up and I don't know like stretching like putting us putting your favorite fucking song on and stretching or you know what one of my new things that I'm trying to do is like I order a lot of food because I can't cook to save my life. Uh-huh. Um, so like one of my new things is like whenever I do order something, usually I just like eat it from like wherever they bring it from, like wherever it's like sent, like container. No, when I order something now, I, it's like a new rule, which I actually broke today because I had a salad and I ate it in the bowl, but like it was one of those like cute bowls or whatever.
0: Anyway, so, it like-
1: yeah. So when something arrives now, I'm like, I've played it. I'm going to
0: sit, you know what I mean? Like literally that, like it could be as simple as fucking that. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't, that makes you feel like you're doing, you're killing it. Like it just, no, I swear. Like, it's like, yeah, like it's not like a meal that you're eating out of a container anymore. It's like, no, this is my meal. Yeah. Like, like I'm so big on romanticizing everything. Yeah. Me too. I will always do it. I think. Yeah. People ask me all the time, like, oh, like why, how are you so motivated? It's because like, that's romanticizing too. like waking up in the morning and like being grateful for the day and working out, like going for a walk, like that's romanticizing your life. Like you're you're not just letting it pass by you. Like you're actually doing something. I think one of the beautiful
1: things having been through a lot of hard things and there's still like a huge part of my life that is very difficult and it's like ongoing and it sucks. But like one of the beautiful things about all of this is that I'm really able to have such perspective, like, like I'm I'm always pretty much happy, yeah. Not all day because that's fleeting, right? But like, I'm I'm like grateful for everything. Like, I wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm alive. Thank you, God. Like, yes. you know what I mean? So it's like, like my my brain wow. works, like my body works, like we're good. Like, okay, brain debate. Like, all right, we can argue about that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's like I think. I think it's, it really is mindset.
0: It is. Everything is mindset. I'm yes. still locked Wow, I'm alive. <laughs>
1: Literally, I open my eyes. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. We're good. Right. We're still here. We're still here. Good. Let's go. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that's something that we can control. And I think, I mean, I also, I always feel like I have to like disclaim this when I talk about something like this is like, I know mental health is so real. It's real for me. It's real. Like I, I've, I, I mean, I know it's real. And I know that can make it harder for some people to, you know, somebody listening that might struggle with mental health might be like, Oh, well, it's easy for you to say, no, it's not. You don't know what I struggle with. You don't know my mental health issues, but I can also hundred percent fucking empathize that like, yeah, maybe mine compared to yours. Aren't that like my mental struggles aren't that heavy and so I might have an easier time of like getting into a good mindset, having a routine, romanticizing the moments in my life. Right. Like I, I understand that, mm-hmm. but I also just feel like.
0: But what we're giving now are tools. Right. So like anyone could apply them. Like I think the the biggest word here of everything we've said is your, like right. everyone has their own life. And I think that for you and for me, both our lives are very different, but. We we find common ground in the sense that we in the way that we go about our lives, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we are grateful for the day, like we romanticize everything, right. Um we, Like we wake up in the morning as if like like it's a miracle, which it is, you know. So <laughs> like oh my god, we like <laughs> in the mirror.
1: do really like we wake you know, up like it's it. a miracle?
0: Like yeah, I know, but like seriously, like whatever you're you're doing in life, whatever you're up to, like there's. Yeah. Like, thank God for it. Like, I don't know, grab the day and like, like literally. Fireballs. Yeah. I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. But like. I'll say yours. it for you. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> that's my <been> vote <going laughs> on. Um, you know, to
1: oh my God. I love it. Okay. My last question for you. Cause I know our time yeah. is up. What is one lesson you've learned lately? Could be mm-hmm. this year. Could be in the last month. Could be about absolutely anything or maybe something that you like were reminded of, um, in the last little bit,
0: okay. There's oh my god, many things. I don't know. I feel like I've been going through like um, you know, like it's funny because I share so much on social media, but there's such a big part of my personal life of like things that go on with like my family and um, the people that I I, I, I frequent like um, frequently um that I don't share. You know, like I don't I don't really like like share about my family or anything or like my my friends or my, much I'm more just all about me and I feel like I've been going through so much like change like or so much like realization over the last like couple of weeks I think it's like since like Christmas okay I th- I've looked a couple of things and in one particular situation I've realized that I, it's not the first time I realized this but I realized it again like never go above and beyond for those who like don't go above and beyond for you you know but that's like very generic like and- matching people's energy yeah. It's very mainstream, but also like, um, just, I had a, I had a realization recently with like a friendship where I was like, you know what, like when someone shows you who they are, like just accept it. Believe and- them. Believe them. Yeah, yeah, Believe them. And like, and even if they swing back around and like, you know, they're, they're talking to you again and, and, and they're, um, asking you to hang out or whatever. It's like, it's like, no, I saw your true colors. Like I'm, I'm not giving you that chance. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. Next. Um, and another situation in my life, I've learned, um, never to feel bad for people. Um, I feel like, and just like you were, we just spoke about, which is like so on brand for my life right now. It's just important to know that like everyone's been dealt cards in life and like some have been like difficult, more difficult than others, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but just because you have a better life, better life than like the person who's been dealt bad cards doesn't mean that you fall victim to taking care of this person. You know what I mean? And, like, for the person who's been dealt bad cards, like, you are not entitled. Like, the, the universe doesn't owe you anything. Like, you have to work for that shit, yeah. you know? So, and like, there's been many instances in my life right now where I've seen that um, with my like my relationships at work and my personal life. And I'm like, don't ever feel bad for yourself. Like, the, the universe is not owe you shit. Like, the universe is not owe you um, someone to come save you like no one's coming like you have to get up and like go work for it yourself like make changes yourself and and feeling bad for yourself is the worst thing you could do yeah because you're not being proactive about it so um yeah and every day I like t- I rem- that that's a situation that I reminded myself every day I say like get up like like stop feeling bad stop reminding yourself to do something like go do it like no one is coming to do it for you like you're gonna do it or you're not gonna get it you know so those are like the two things that I've realized recently um that I could speak about like openly. Those are like um, powerful. Like those yeah. are like big big yeah. things. But I think it can inspire people because I do think we live in a very entitled era, you know what I mean, where like we think that things are just owed to us, things are just going to be given. And um, Well, those like, so people I
1: think work. are in for a rude awakening when like you're yeah. just sitting around waiting for something to be given to you. And like, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you get really lucky and it, maybe it will be yeah, given to you. But sure. for the most part, like also that wouldn't be as rewarding right no so, you know, yeah it wouldn't be as rewarding if something is just given to you not that it can't be appreciated but it might not be as rewarding but it's also yeah. like
0: yeah no it's true it, and it's I feel like we live in a very entitled culture an era where people just feel like things are owed to them and it's like no like stop feeling entitled stop feeling that way like go work for your own shit like whether it be financial whether it be uh revolving your reputation your job like your your promotion whatever it is like I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like, that's really kicked like the entitlement out of me But any, any part of entitlement that I had, I was like, Oh, like, look at this example, like, like, and apply it on to you. Love that. I, I, it's, it's hard to like explain. No, I get it, it. I get what you're saying. I love that. Yeah. That's basically what I've learned. Love it. You.
1: I mean, that's, a, that's some big shit, dude. Oh, um, so- what have I learned? Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, uh, very cliche, but just covid really fucked me up like it really hit like it was very quick i want to say like I, I had really i had three really 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 bad days Shit. and when i say bad i mean like face planted on my bed couldn't eat couldn't open my eyes couldn't look at my phone everybody in my life thought i died because i was just like so i didn't i didn't tell soul so obviously being sick and being unable to do things that you want to do makes me appreciate my health 500 million times more than yeah, i feel right? like i already do it just makes me realize like I mean, I, I always have health top of mind. Like, I'm always grateful. Like, the first thing I thank God for is, like, that my mom is healthy and that I'm healthy. Like, truly. Because I'm, like, without without health, we are literally nothing.
0: nothing. Yeah, you got nothing.
1: And it's so precious, right? So it's, like, it just that just made me really, like, it reminded me of that this uh, weekend. And oh, what other lesson? I mean, I talked about this in my podcast that's going up tomorrow. And it's that, you know, I have this – I have so many things that I want to do and I have so many goals for myself and I'm very, I'm very ambitious and I love that about myself, but it can also fuck with my head because my whole twenties, I feel like I've been fighting this notion of enoughness of like feeling Mm -hmm. good enough. And, and whether it was physical, now it's more career, you know, I always feel like I can be doing more And I always Mm -hmm. feel like it's just not enough. I need to do more. I need to do this. And like, which is fine, right? Like I'm so hungry for like so many things. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I, I, that's where I have to like stop for a second and remind myself, like what I do is not who I am. Like my career is not, I don't want my career to be like my identity, right? Like it's a huge part of who I am, but it's not all of me, which means I can't let it like define how I feel about myself.
0: You know what I mean? So it's like that's but you're okay. killing it though you're you're killing it thank you I mean it, it's I so like easy I, to like it's like I, I wish I believed that you know what I mean like it's I know, I know but take it from an outsider's perspective because like, the way you see yourself is not it's like kind of like body dysmorphia it is right? it really is I it's like that imposter syndrome meets like career dysmorphia but like yeah. when I look at you I see someone who's like absolutely killing it like you're like like your podcast is thriving. Like the fact that you like that—that—that's your main thing—is like so cool and like original. And then you have like your M Club. By the way, we're the Anxiety Queen uh, Chronic all the time. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like you're thriving. Like you're killing it. Like I was just—I was thinking about you before we were recording, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like your life is sick. Like oh, you're actually killing so sweet. it. No, like, Thank you. I mean, you I hard to to
1: We're always so much harder on ourselves, right? Like that's that's yeah. a big thing. So in those moments, I have to. Like I have to, I like sit with myself and I'm like, I have to practice what I preach, which is like yeah. compassion and self-compassion. And it's like, if I'm doing my best every day, like that's all I can do, right? Like that's all I can really do. So exactly. that's, I think my lesson, my two lessons. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. I loved this. Have the best okay. day and I'll you see too. you hopefully in Miami. Yes.
0: Thanks okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.